This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Squeeze Kids! It's your daily news fix. Fun, free, fresh. Hello and welcome to Squiz Kids Today, your fresh take on what's happening in the world around you. I'm Bryce Corbett. It's Wednesday, October 19th in Squiz Kids Today. Sports stars take a stand. BTS Army, literally. TikTok scores an F and new rules for chocolate lovers. That's what's making news, kids style. The Lowdown. For the most part, our sports stars make headlines for the goals they score or the wickets they take. But this week, there have been two examples of sports stars using their profile and platform to make some pretty pointed statements about their personal beliefs too. It all started last weekend when the Diamonds, Australia's national netball team, refused to wear uniforms bearing the logo of a mining company, one of the team's new sponsors. According to reports, some members of the team disagreed with the way that mining company had conducted itself when dealing with Indigenous landowners in Western Australia, where it operates. And then yesterday came the news that Australian cricket captain Pat Cummins was among high-profile players to raise objections to an energy company linked to a big emitter of greenhouse gas emissions sponsoring our national team. Now, it's not new for sports people to use their high profile to bring attention to issues they're passionate about. One of the most high profile recent examples was the number of sports people in the US and around the world who took personal stands in support of the Black Lives Matter movement. Similarly, soccer players from all over the world have taken part in campaigns to fight racism and closer to home, AFL and Sydney Swans great Adam Goods took his own very personal stand against racism in the game. I've stuck a link in today's episode notes to examples in history of sports people taking a stand. It's interesting to look back and reflect on. Cummins, the cricketer, said yesterday that he believed sport can be a force for positive social change. Spin the globe. Each day we give the world globe a spin and find a news story from wherever it stops. And today we've landed in England, where a new survey reveals many of us have been doing chocolate wrong. Now, personally, I don't believe there's any wrong way of eating chocolate. But a well-known food scientist in the UK yesterday came out to say that chocolate shouldn't go in the fridge before it's eaten. Easy for her to say, she clearly doesn't live in Brisbane and that you should never chomp on blocks of chocolate, but rather let them melt in your mouth. But who's got the patience for that? And you should never eat more than six bits of chocolate in one sitting. As if. The food scientist also recommended eating chocolate before 11am, which I'm fine with, because the cacao and the sugar give you a lift. But the scientist said not to eat it in the evening which I'm not so fine with because watching TV and chomping on chocolate are two of life's great pleasures, in my humble opinion. Pop Culture Corner The Korean army just enlisted some seriously cool dance moves following the news yesterday that the boys from everyone's favourite K-pop band, BTS, are joining the army. In South Korea, where the BTS boys come from, all young men aged 18 to 28 have to do a year in the army. 
It's called compulsory military service, and it happens in lots of countries. Not in Australia, but in countries like Brazil, Israel, Sweden, and Turkey. The BTS Army, which is the name that BTS fans give themselves, yesterday set the internet alight, gnashing their teeth and wailing that their favourite pop stars will be doing army drills instead of dance moves for the next two years. But don't despair. The lads have promised to make a comeback in 2025. And in other BTS news, their chart-topping song, Butter, joined Spotify's Billion Club this week, having been streamed more than a billion times. That, my friends, is a lot of butter, whichever way you spread it. <laughs> Whoops, there goes the dad joke alarm. I'll get my coat. It's a Wednesday, and that means it's time to check in with Squizzy the Newshound to see what misinformation, fake news, and online trickery he's sniffed out on social media and the internet this week. And today, his nose is twitching as the United States gears up for its mid-term elections. Why, I hear you ask? Because the world's biggest social media sites, including TikTok, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, have all been warned to pick up their game and police their platforms for misinformation as the all-important elections roll around. Why, I hear you ask again? Well, because in recent elections, misinformation and disinformation have been allowed to spread unchecked on social media sites. Misinformation is information that is not true and shared by people who don't stop, think and check. Disinformation is stuff that's not true, but is shared by people to cause harm or damage, or in this case, influence the outcome of an election. It's usually pretty nasty stuff. And according to a report card compiled by a panel of social media experts, each of the major platforms needs to do better. Based on their performance at the last election, Twitter scored a B, Facebook and YouTube scored a C, and TikTok got an F for letting too much misinformation spread on its platform. And while we're on the subject of newshounds, don't forget the countdown is on for the launch of our very own media literacy program for primary school kids called, you guessed it, Newshounds. Join Squizzy as he takes kids on a journey of discovery, teaching them to recognize misinformation and ultimately become critical consumers of media. The program will be live in the coming days and free to all classrooms across Australia and New Zealand. Yeah, you're very welcome. If you're keen to learn more or be among the first to sign up and get cracking on newshounds, register your interest at squizkids.com.au forward slash newshounds. There's a link to it in today's episode notes. Time for the quiz. This is the part of the podcast where you get to test how well you've been listening. Question number one. According to an English food scientist, where should we not store chocolate? Yeah, that's right. We shouldn't store it in the fridge, apparently. Question number two. Name one of the two sports in which Aussie athletes have this week taken a stand. Yeah, well done if you said cricket or netball. Question number three. What's the name of the BTS song that's just registered one billion streams? Yeah, that's right. It's butter. Yeah!
Shout outs. It's October 19. Today is National Ride to Work Day. It'll be a short ride for me as I work from home. Hmm. It's also a special day for these squiz kids celebrating a birthday today. Akash from Forest Lake, Kritya and Isla from Sydney, Jago from Camberwell and Sadie from Ford. And belated birthday shout-outs today go to Claudia from Darlington, Ava from Woolwich, Miranda, Harriet, Liam, Henry, Sienna and Hemi, who are all from Junie. And classroom shout-outs today go to the Year 6 class in F2 at Hammond Park Primary School with Miss Walsh. Class 6N and Mrs Nichols at Scott's All Saints College in Bathurst. Class 4M at Wallandilly Public School with Miss Morgan and Mrs Venter. Class 4RB and Mrs Baker at Morningside State School. And happy birthday to Mrs Sang at the International Christian School in Hong Kong from all of her students in Class 5C. And happy birthday Mrs Sang from me too. And a special shout out goes to Mr Page in Grade 6 at Mark Oliphant College in Adelaide who's recently subscribed to our Squiz Kids for Schools via our Term 4 special promo, a link to which is in today's episode notes too. Welcome aboard. Don't forget, if you've got a birthday coming up and you want a shout out, or if you're after a classroom shout out, drop us a line at squizkids at thesquiz.com.au. Well, that's all we have time for. Thanks for listening to Squiz Kids today. We'll be back again tomorrow. In the meantime, get out there and have a most excellent day. Over and out. <laughs>